when I was like networking, looking for work, people always said like, ooh, I really like that you have like a website with your work on it, with your show, right? Because it was one thing to say like, I want to be a talk show host, but it was another to like be doing that thing and to actually, yeah, showing people like, I've already taken the initiative, like I'm doing it, I'm just waiting for like a bit, a break, right? Like for someone to notice me. Welcome back to Have a Map, where we talk all things career. Excited for today's episode. I feel like we haven't filmed for a while, but um, happy to get back in the swing of things. Uh, for today, we have Savannah, who is one of our newer interns um, in the PR and social media realm. Savannah, can you introduce yourself real quick to everyone? Yeah. Hi, I'm Savannah. Um, like you said, I am a PR and social media intern with Dim Events. Um, I just started about a month ago, so I'm still relatively new. Um, I'm also a senior at DePaul University studying public relations and advertising um, and minoring in event planning. So I'm really excited to be here today. Perfect. Perfect. And I have a, a friend that I've met um, through actually her food first, right? I got introduced to who she was through her food and she'll talk all about that today. But I uh, wanted to introduce Dolly. Dolly, how are you today? Hi, Mo. I'm doing well. That's true. I know we like cross paths because of the food, but that is like my newest endeavor. Super excited for that. <laughs> And I will like to say the food, I don't want to give it all away, but it was amazing. And I'll let Dolly kind of talk a little bit about that. Um, but to get us started, Dolly, can you tell us a little bit about who you are and what you actually do? Yes. Okay. So my name is Dolly. I am a social media, professionally, I'm a social media strategist um, and content creator who recently has become a baker. Um, my professional experience is in entertainment social. So um, I worked at HBO for about four years where I was overseeing some um, social handles for shows like Game of Thrones and Westworld. Um, and then I, I worked at YouTube for a bit where I was overseeing the YouTube social. Um, and then I left and I decided to do some stuff on my own. I, like I said, I'm a content creator as well. So I do have a web series. I have my own podcast. Um, and when I quit YouTube, I moved out to LA and I decided to just create more of my own content and kind of take on some freelance clients of my own. So I've been doing that um, since last October, 2019. And then when coronavirus hit in March, it was very difficult for me to find work. So I made a challah bread one day, which is a Jewish bread. Um, I posted it on Instagram and people like went crazy for it and decided they wanted to buy some from me. So um, I started selling challah out of my West Hollywood apartment in Los Angeles. I don't even know, did I mention that I moved to LA? Did I say that? Yes, you did. Yeah. You okay, did. You're tracking that. perfect. Okay, okay. I said that. And um, so people were buying challah for me in West Hollywood and then I decided I wanted to get out of LA and come back to New York. So I moved back to New York in June and brought the Hala business with me. It's called Hala Dolly. Um, and now I'm like, I'm a baker. She's a, she's a like influential baker. Let's, let's get it correct. There's articles on, 
on you. So I've seen it all. I've seen it all. Oh, Mo, thank you. It's crazy. This pandemic, let me say, let me tell you, it's just, you know, it's a lot, it's a wild journey for everybody. I love how well-rounded you are. You did some YouTube. And now you're <laughs> yeah. I love it. A little bit of everything. <laughs> yeah. So obviously things are looking a little bit different now since you're freelancing and yeah. we're kind of all working from home. So give me a little bit of insight. Like how does a day-to-day -day look for you? Um, what do you do when you wake up until you're done with work? How does that look for you? Great question. Every single day is different for me. Um, on days that I bake, I wake up early, I bake, um, I bake the challah and I like to, you know, make a little bit of content while I'm baking too. Um, take some photos, some videos. Um, uh, and then I like have pickup windows where I, um, where my, my customers come and pick up their challah from me. Um, and then kind of in between those pickup windows um, is when I do my work, my freelance work. Um, I'm, I have some clients right now where I'm doing work for them. Then I also um, am working on my own projects. So like I have this web series about body positivity and fat phobia that I've been producing, which has been a, a really amazing project and a hit. Um, and just continuing to kind of grow the holla business and just create more of my own content. That's dope. <laughs> and um, to really touch on that, right? Like for you, when going back to previously to COVID, right? Uh, mm -hmm. What did your day-to-day -day look like? Cause I'm sure it's drastically different now, right? Yeah, yeah. So I, I mean, the majority of my pre-COVID freelance life was in LA. Like, all of it was in LA. Um, and it was, I was, was not doing the Hala stuff. My clients, you know, I wasn't, I was, it was a lot of networking, trying to find more work while I was in LA. Um, but my day typically like looked like, and I also, I will mention, I did not have a car in Los Angeles. So I spent a lot of time walking. I walked everywhere. And I was like that New Yorker just walking everywhere in LA, which is if they you, think you're crazy if you yeah. do that. They think you're crazy. They think you're crazy. So I was like that crazy girl on the street, right? But I made content out of every moment, I'm telling you. So I would wake up. I would go walk 30 minutes to the gym. Um, I would go work out. I'd walk 30 minutes back home. And then I would sit down and I would start emailing people, getting ready for like my coffee meetings that I had with people. And um, I also would like, frequent going to a coffee shop nearby where I would make that kind of like my office. And it was so funny because I would always take photos of everybody in the coffee shop because in LA, it's like, we're all, everyone in LA is doing the same thing. No one has a job in LA. Everybody's trying to make something. And it was, it would just crack me up every single day, like walking into the coffee shop being like, that person's definitely writing a script. That person is like trying to sell an idea. That person is making a pitch deck. Like everybody was just like plugging away at the coffee shop, just like using their Wi-Fi. I love that. That's so funny. It was fun. Yeah. And, but then once the holla picked up, like I was literally, I was just making holla stuff all the time. And then when quarantine hit, my roommate who I was living with in LA, she was a one of my, she's like one of my best friends from high school, but we were like, 
all right, I guess it's the two of us now. And like, you know, locked in and we would like have photo shoots just because. And we were like, all right, we're getting dressed. We are making a day out of this. And we would just have like photo shoots outside, like on her car. Um, up, we had some outdoor space on our roof. We would just like stand up on there and just like shoot in, in, in our bedrooms, always just making content. <laughs> One question, and this is kind of off topic, right? Yeah. But for you, you grew up in, in New York area mm-hmm. and then you moved to LA and a lot of people say New Yorkers hate LA and LA people hate New York. Um, what's your take on that real quick? Just so we can know. Sure. I am very much a New Yorker. So that's why like when coronavirus hit in March, I was like, what am I even here for anymore? I don't love LA. I gotta get out of here. So it just expedited, expedited everything for me. Um, I moved back to New York and I have, I'm happy. And it's so crazy. Like things have been moving now that I'm back in New York in a way that things don't move in LA. I had this content series that I did on my Instagram of like people canceling plans on me in LA because I assumed I, I had the craziest excuses for people canceling plans on me. Like one person told me she didn't want to come meet me for coffee because it was raining outside. Somebody was like, you know, it was just at, meetings were scheduled like six, seven times. I, and I like screenshotted everybody and put them on blast finally, like before I moved. Because I was like, the world needs to know about like this insane flaky culture that's happening in LA. You can't get anything done there. And you don't see that in New York, do you? No, I feel like everybody in New York is like such is like in such a rush to do everything and just everyone is just such a mover and shaker and like if no one's going to slow down for you, right? Like if you are trying to move 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 and somebody else can't like keep up with that pace, like I'm not going to wait for you. <laughs> I got to keep moving. But in LA, there's a lot of waiting happening. New Yorkers are aggressive. They'll push you out the way yeah. if you need yeah. to move. It's, it's exactly it's wild. <laughs> so can we talk a little bit about how you got started, right? You you you've done so much, but what is the origin story of of kind of where you got started? And I'm sure, you know, for some of our listeners who are in school, kind of mm-hmm. in college, trying to figure out like what do I do? Because, you know, you have that weird, and I don't even think it's weird. I think it's actually just normal where you go to school and you're just like, yeah, I think I want to do this because it sounds like it's going to make a lot of money, but I don't really know. So what was like your college life like? I really like this question because a lot of the time I think people think that like, well, I don't know if people, sometimes it seems like people might think that it just kind of happened for me, like the work that I've gotten or the little you know, wins that I've had. Um, But it's a lot of work that started in college, actually. So I went to Indiana University. um, And while I was in school, um, I was applying for internships. And I had applied to this internship at Comedy Central. And I didn't end up getting it. And I said to Comedy Central, like, when I didn't get it, why didn't I get it? And they said to me, well, you don't have enough TV experience. And I'm said, I'm 19 years old. I'm a sophomore in college. How the hell am I supposed to get TV experience if I can't get the internship? So I was like, all right, I am taking matters into my own hands then, I guess. And I am going to start my own TV show because I don't know how else I'm supposed to do this. So I, and I always wanted to work in entertainment. Like 
I just loved TV and I like loved the idea of like Hollywood and I just wanted to always work in entertainment. So I came, I was like, and I also always wanted to be a talk show host. Like I love talking to people. I could talk to anybody and I love making people laugh. So for me, it was like this perfect marriage, right? Of talking, entertaining people. And that's what I wanted to do. So and I will say too, like, I think about like my, um, like my high school and like even middle school report cards, like doc and not doctors, teachers always said like, you know, a student, but talks too much in class is distracting everybody else. And now I'm like, all right, I was on to something back then. And now I'm going to use it to my advantage. But so when I was in college, um, I, was like, I'm going to start this TV show. It's going to be a talk show and I'm going to be the host and, and going to interview people on campus. And it's going to be called Hello Dolly. So I went to like the IU, Indiana University Student TV Network. And I said, hey, I want to do this show. It's going to be a talk show. It's going to be funny. I want to have other correspondents on the show, friends of mine. And they were like, cool, we love it. Go make it. I'm like, go make it. What do you mean go make it? How am I going to go make it? They're like, you got to go figure it out. I'm like, okay. So I like found someone to shoot it for me. And I like had posted in like the media school, like, you know, anywhere I could figure out like, where to find somebody. Um, I got someone to shoot it for me. And then I taught myself, it was like a lot of me sitting in the computer lab until like I'd go to class all day and then I would go do my homework. And then from like after dinner, like, I don't know, 7.30 to like, four in the morning, it was just me trial and error learning, teaching myself how to use photo, uh, Final Cut mm -hmm. and Adobe Premiere video editing software. And a lot of like trial and error messing up. I actually had a friend who like, I would watch just do, he like did my first episode and I just watched him on the keyboard. And then like, after that I was on my own. Um, and I just taught myself how to edit video. And I always say like, that was the best internship I never got because it forced me to have to learn how to do all these other things that I never would have pushed myself to do had I gotten an internship. Um, so that when after like, yeah, I, I produced these videos, I put them up. Um, they were going like on the IU like student TV network, which is going to be like streaming in the dorms. And I was like, no one's going to watch that like on TV in the dorms. I'm putting this on YouTube. And this is like 2011, right? Like people were not on social media like they are now. And I was like, how many get people to watch this thing? Oh my God. Okay. A Facebook page. So I opened a Facebook page because Facebook was what was happening when I was a sophomore in college. Yeah. And then I like downloaded Instagram and I had to tell people what this thing Instagram was. Download Instagram, you guys. And I would go and then I chalk like on the streets of, of Indiana and like be like, go follow at hello Dolly on Instagram. And I would have people following. And that was like my kind of window into starting learning how to be, how to use social media to drive audiences to content. Um, so that's like where I really started, like learned how to do all of that stuff. And then that's what eventually landed me my job at HBO a few years later. I like had other jobs in entertainment before that. Yeah. So you said that was like the best internship you never had. So <laughs> following that, like, since you said you were a sophomore, did you have any other internship experiences or like, yeah. what did you do like right after you graduated or right before you graduated? 
Yeah. My, the next summer I was an intern at CBS news and I very quickly learned that like news is not for me. Um, like I really, it was like, no, 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 no. News is not right. It's really, I have to, I want to be in like, you know, entertainment. Um, and then my first job out of school was at a TV production company, like in casting, I was like cold calling people for a reality TV show. It was like, so not glamorous. Um, but then I got a job like as a, an assistant um, in advertising at an ad agency where I was the executive assistant to the CEO. And I was like, there were such menial tasks I had to do. And it made me like sick that I had a college degree and was like doing these things. Um, so after that, I was there for like a year and I was like, gotta go. Um, so I left <laughs> and then I started doing like improv comedy at UCB to just like, and creating more of my own content. And then finally I worked at um, William Morris, which is a talent agency, WME. And then that's when I got a call from HBO to go to HBO. And during that time you had mm -hmm. moved back to New York, correct? Yes. Yep. Gotcha. I did. Yep. I graduated. I moved back to New York and all these jobs were in New York. And one thing that we always stress at our internship and in our program is even though it might not be something that you truly love, you gained so much from that. So totally. going through those jobs and internships experiences, what were some of the things that you gained to help you get to um, that HBO job? Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, I was working in like in press at CBS News. From that, I learned, no, I do not want to be in press. And no, I do not want to work in news. I think, and like how you kind of just said, it's like you learn a lot about what you don't want to do in like a lot of those early jobs. Um, I still think I'm learning about what I don't want to do, honestly. Um, and then I, and then like, then I got a job working in reality and I like hated working in reality television. And then I was an assistant at an ad agency. And like, I think I like enjoy being in advertising, but um, I was not close to the work at all because I was the executive assistant. So I was doing like, you know, like admin work. I was doing like his calendar. I was doing, I was serving him lunch. Like, it was just like, I was just like, this is, what am I doing? And there was one time too, he was like, you should never be an assistant again. Like you cannot be in it. Like, I was like, I, I like wanted to like talk back at every moment and be like, you get your own lunch. You know what I mean? So that was a really good experience too. Um, and then HBO, you know, I actually didn't even know that I would be good at social media. It mm. was, um, I actually wanted to be in television development, which I don't know if you know what that is, but that's like developing TV shows, right? Um, there's a lot of reading that goes into that. There's a lot of, um, yeah, a lot of reading and really knowing about the business. And I actually don't love to read. So it was probably good that I never got into that to begin with. I mean, no, I like to read, but I don't, I'm not like a reader. Um, and the way that the HBO job happened was I actually had been networking when I was in college. Like I always tell younger people too, like networking is the most important thing that you can do period. Like when I was in college, I did a lot of like LinkedIn networking, right. And meeting people on LinkedIn, just messaging people who had jobs at places that maybe I thought were interesting. So I had messaged this guy who 
worked at Bravo. He was at Bravo at the time and he was doing the social media for Bravo. And he's from Chicago. Um, he went to Wisconsin. So we had a bunch of mutual friends. I was at Indiana and we connected like on LinkedIn. We had a phone call and we just like hit it off on the phone. We were on the phone for like an hour and a half. And I was like, all right, well, when I'm in New York next, like I'd love to meet you. And I came to New York, what, like when I came home for a break and I met him and we just kept in touch over the years. And eventually he had moved over to HBO and I was just like on his radar. And every time, like, you know, I kept like a pretty detailed, like list of contacts of mine in the industry too. So. Um, you know, I'd email everybody every six months or so and be like, hey, how are you? I saw this article, it reminded me of you, or this is what I'm up to. And I'd send them like my latest episode of my show or stuff that I was doing, you know, online. And I was just very top of mind. So when he moved over to HBO, he was finally, they were, he was finally hiring somebody on his team. And that's when he thought of me. So that was how I landed that job. It was very like years in the making. Can I just ask what you studied in school and how you see yeah. that coming through um, with what you're doing now or have done in the past? Yes. So um, two, I have, I have two degrees. One of them is in, um, I studied telecommunications. Um, so television, media, that sort of thing. Um, and then the other degree is in gender. So I have a degree in like queer theory and feminist theory. And I have my degree in gender just because I was so interested in it. Like I had accidentally taken a gender class. Like I must've been my sophomore year. And I was so, I like fell in love with my professor. She was so, she like opened my eyes and I just continued to take gender classes. And then like, I accidentally graduated with like this gender degree just because I was so interested in it. And I was like, what am I going to do with this thing? And it's crazy how much it's really just influenced the way that I think, and the way my mind works in a way that I never was really expecting. And I think that it really um, influenced like my, the new web series that I'm working on, which is called You Have Such a Pretty Face about um, body image and fat phobia and thinking about the world like much more critically. Um, and I actually, my professor who I mentioned, I had her on one of my episodes, which was really, really fun to like see her again and talk to her and just like, such a reminder of like how much she taught me and like taught me to just, you know, open my mind. And so I think like, you don't have to go into college being like, I'm going to study business. I'm going to study English. I'm going to say whatever it is. It's like, sure, you do need a useful degree to some extent, but I also think take classes that interest you because your job in college is like, is to learn. You don't get to do that anymore. And I wish that I had the time now to like, I don't know, like, I wish there were like reading groups of feminist literature that I could go to. I'm sure there are book clubs I would have to do research, but like, I don't have the time to do that now, but in college I did. So I was able to do those things and learn, learn, learn to then just um, inform my future. That's so funny that you say that because I took a women and gender studies class my very first quarter at college and I loved it. And I think it, even just one class has definitely framed the way that I think about things. So um, that's really good to hear that um, other people are doing that too. Yeah, keep taking them. Yeah. 
Um, another thing I wanted to ask is, so like I am getting close to the end. I have about mm -hmm. a semester and a half left. Um, so what advice would you give for somebody wanting to go into like advertising, social media, things like that, um, that we can start doing right away? Um, I definitely, okay, I have two pieces of advice. One of them is to have your own thing that you're working on. I think that it shows employers or even collaborators um, your, like your drive and that you're not just saying you wanna do this one thing. Like I remember just when I was like networking, looking for work, people always said like, oh, I really like that you have like a website with your work on it, with your show, right? because it was one thing to say like, I wanna be a talk show host, but it was another to like be doing that thing and to actually, yeah, showing people like, I've already taken the initiative, like I'm doing it, I'm just waiting for like a bit a break, right? Like for someone to notice me. Um, so I think always just have your own project and it can be as small as you want it to be and it can be as big as you want it to be. Um, it could be like, you know, a website of just recipes if you like to cook, it could be, an Instagram account to like document, like, I don't know, you could post like a photo a day just to like document your full year, or it could be, it could be anything, or it could be an entire like movie that you want to produce. Um, whatever it is, I think just make something. And especially if you want to work in social, like get some sort of social experience, right? So whether it's like volunteering to do social for uh, like a, a an organization on campus or if it's maybe with like voting or the election right like can you kind of volunteer and give social skills in that sense um, and then my other piece of advice is to just network because I don't think young people realize um, how much of getting work is through who you know um, and for me, I was always very discouraged by that because I was not getting internships that my friends were getting because my friends had like family friends or uncles or, you know, sisters, moms, aunts, boyfriends, dog knew this person. And I like, my parents like were not in entertainment whatsoever and had no connections for me. So I was like, here I was like producing my own TV show that I like envisioned in my head because I didn't have those connections. So I had to build my own network myself and um, it served me, you know, in my life now based off of connections or, you know, seeds that I planted in college 10 years ago. And I think that's what's so fascinating. And I think that's why we love to have these types of conversations, right? Because it shows you the different ways that you can navigate throughout your career and it can really just be a little thing, right? It can be one person that you meet that helps to like change the trajectory of your life. Uh -huh. um, for you, before we kind of wrap up, I wanted to ask a, a few more questions, but um, for you, what was, what can, what's one of your favorite projects? And maybe it's currently, you know, your project right now, but like, what was one of those projects that really kind of defined you as a person and like, saying like oh I'm like really good or I'm the shit at this really you know what I mean totally okay good question mm, okay I think it's like origin to where it's become now I think it's my hello dolly web series like doing that in college I was I, I was like you know I had no idea what I was doing and it really has not paid off. I mean, maybe it has like in, in like little, you know, 
little wins of like, right, like my job at HBO, I probably, I would not have gotten that because I wouldn't have had work to show. But through all my video production and video editing and learning how to talk to people on camera and to be comfortable on camera, like eight years, 10 years later, like I now have this web series that has like touched me in a way that I never would have thought that I could be so fulfilled. And the response has been so positive and it never would have grown to what it is now had I not started it in college. So, and that's actually, that's another piece of advice I have is like to just do it, the thing. A lot of people, and it kind of ties back to what I was saying before, but like a lot of people talk like, oh, I want to do this thing. I want to do this thing. Well, it's like, just do it because, and a lot of people wait for like the perfect moment to do something, but there is never going to be a perfect moment ever. And it's never going to be as good as you want it to be ever. Like I look back to like my first episode of Hello Dolly and it's atrocious. Like I cannot even look, but it never would have gotten to where it is now or like what my production level is or what my skills are like now had I not started it and been just been okay with just like putting it out the way that it was back then. No, I love that. And before we let you go, we yeah. always like to do this, but um, and this question I actually did not give you a heads up on, but what is something that you're listening that kind of encompasses like the mood of who you are right now? And Savannah, you can answer this question a little later too. Okay. 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 I have this to This is say, a very tough question. No, this is really hard because I'm also like one of those people that listens to the same thing over and over and over. And I don't mm -hmm. know how to use Spotify. Like, I feel like a boomer because I'm like, how do people discover music? Like, why am I still listening to stuff from forever ago? Like, why well, don't understand how to use this thing? But my, like, you know, carry her with me forever is I'm always, I, Brianna, like, she mm. is just so cool and just such a badass in everything that she does. And I'm always like, I want to feel like Rihanna when I walk into a room, <laughs> like, at all moments. She's just like, so glamorous and so cool it just like falls off of her everything and that's how I want to be my I want my aura to be like Rihanna's aura I know that's I love that. that's what I know that's a great aura that's a great yeah. aura Savannah how about you yeah okay I'm actually kind of a nerd and I listen to a lot of audiobooks um but for music wise I wish I had a really cool answer but I've just been listening to a lot of Taylor Swift lately Folklore is a really good album. I don't care. Like, it's a really good fall album. So I've been listening to a lot of that. I'm definitely going to have to listen to some Taylor Swift. Though. She's got to have, you know, Taylor Swift would be nowhere without her Swifties. So yeah. you are part of the posse. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll claim that. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I love that. And... Um, Dolly, I just want to thank you for being a part of our podcast today. Your knowledge and information and story have truly been remarkable and truly have oh. helped us to navigate our careers um, here at Have a Map. Um, and we just want to thank you. So we love to give everyone a nice round of applause. That's the oh. thing we do at our internship. Well, thank you for having me. I love doing this sort of thing. I think it's a really good reflection for myself, but also I remember being in college and like 
it's it's so confusing and it's so scary so this is like a pleasure i'm so grateful to do this thank you so much for having me and inviting me of course yeah thanks so much for talking with us it was really great to hear your perspective on everything i'm definitely gonna stick that somewhere up here so good good <laughs> i'm glad thank you and if people want to have some of your holla or um, get in contact with you, um, where can they find you? Okay, so I would say Instagram is the best. Um, my personal Instagram, which is where my web series lives now on IGTV, um, is at Dolly Meckler. Put the, I don't know, like the show we'll notes. We'll put it right. Yeah, we'll yeah, put it on the screen. Below. <laughs> yep. And then for my holla, it's all at holla Dolly. And it's called Holla Dolly because my web series is called Hello Dolly. So it was just like, you know, hello, holla. Okay. I like that. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. And thank you to everyone who listened and tuned in um, for another episode of Have a Map, whether this is your morning routine, your afternoon routine, or your before bed routine. Um, we are out. Skr, skr. Bye. <laughs>